How's it going? I'm Coco. And this is Mike. And this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine and music and how the two go so well together. Find past episodes anywhere fine podcasts are offered. Find it at Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Google Play Store, rockandvino.com. Go to social, uh, find us on social media at Rock and Vino. Like and subscribe. And then uh, you'll get new episodes every Tuesday, and they're all just as great as this one. I promise. And if you like it, leave a comment and tell us what you think. Exactly. And this is, I, I'm going to call this one a milestone episode. What? What? Uh, this is the roughly sort of one year of Rock and Vino. What? I think. So. Officially. Yay! Yay! Of us being consistent with doing these exactly. podcasts weekly. <laughs> exactly. Yay for Rock and Vino! And uh, in what is now a rock and vino tradition, we survived. We made it through. Mm. It, it was quite a haul. <laughs> but uh, Bottle Rock Weekend is now behind us. Bottle Rock 2019 <laughs> is in the books. Uh, Bottle Rock, the wine wine country music festival, sort of. I guess it was a way to put it. Uh, it's almost like the Northern California, like wine country Coachella kind of thing now is sort of what it's grown into. It, yeah. It's a big deal. What did uh, Bruno Mars call it last year? It's fancy Coachella. The fancy Coachella. And it really is. And it's like, there was guys walking around with glitter beards on, you know? Like, That's right. There was tons of glitter everywhere. Like, everywhere that I saw on people. <laughs> it was cool, though. Whatever. Have fun with it. Still washing off my glitter. <laughs> but it, this, I felt like this was the first year. Like, even though Bruno Mars said it last year, I think it sort of became more true this year. That, that there was a lot to just even not even the music just so much humanity happening the like, like the outfits and stuff yeah you know, yeah, yeah, festival, yeah like the rain did not put a damper on the festival outfits that's, no and that's for sure we we talked about this before we went on the rainy sunday mm-hmm. like, how are people going to take this are they just gonna be like no i don't i can't do this right because you know we californians here like we're used to the sunshine. We're not used to the rain. We're not used to the cold, especially like in May, Memorial Day weekend. Like what in the world is going on? But people did well. People they, did good. Yeah. And then this, like I would say what, like around the four, a little, like 4.30, the rain completely stopped and yep. the, the, the clouds parted. came out. There was a rainbow for Tash Sultana. Was there? Oh. There was, yeah. Magical. Magical. <laughs> Magical festival <laughs> moments. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, another uh Eventful weekend, mm. as we uh, as we look at the highs and lows of this year's Bottle Rock. Yes, yes, I would say um, I was impressed with a lot of the bands that I maybe had not previously known before. So mm-hmm. there was like I, you know had some good takeaways there. I really really liked um, on Friday. Anderson East, he was awesome. I had no idea who he was, and then come to find out that he was in a long-term relationship with Miranda Lambert. Right. I had no idea, but good for him. <laughs> His very talented. Uh, apparently, uh, he was new to me also. But apparently, people know him, but uh, like he's an established <laughs> thing already. But yeah, uh, exactly. I, I was new to that party, and yeah, just an amazing set. I just well, and that's what I love about festivals is the fact that like. You know, you may not know who somebody is. You would never buy a ticket to go see them because you never knew who they were. Right. But then at a festival, it's like you can just walk around and like, it's like, you know, like sampling food. Like, it's like, oh, I just want a little bit of that, a little bit of that. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that. I like this. I like that. I don't like this. Yeah. Oh, I'm tossing this one out. (laughs) I think this one's gone stale. Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hopefully um, none of Thomas Keller's $60 $60 bucket of chicken. (laughs) 
was stale or bad. <laughs> they were all delicious, I'm sure. Really sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like it's cool at festivals. You get a little taste of, you know, all these different bands that, and then you get introduced and now I'm a fan. The coolest thing uh, we found through the week I, I don't even know if you'd call it like the fourth stage. Like it's basically yeah. the smallest stage at the festivals, the by stage. Mm-hmm. Um, formerly the formerly the minor fine the minor <laughs> run, 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 run. minor family wine stage. Exactly uh, this year the by water stage. Mm-hmm. By water, please sponsor that, us. That threw me for a loop because I was like, wait a minute, where's minor? Yeah, exactly. But, but it was cool. I mean, it was a great stage. They had some. They definitely had some of my favorite highlights. Of performances of uh, of the whole weekend. It was, in a way, kind of like the can't miss stage. It was so cool. Like even if you, most of the artists I didn't even know, and everyone was so cool. That mm-hmm. it, it was, it was so fun to see what different thing was coming up next. Well, and the other interesting thing, and I wish that I would have thought to go in here on Friday, but to the left of the by stage there was porta potties. And oh. one of them was the orange one with the three monkeys on it, which was like the secret dance party. I saw this later. Yeah. What did that lead to? A dance party. Like there was like a DJ in there. Like I tried to peek inside. I, by the time that I was like, okay, I'm going to go check it out. There was like a line, like oh. a long, long line. I'm like, no, I'm not going to stand in that line. But I tried to like peek inside when somebody did go. And they had it blocked off with a curtain, so you couldn't see inside. Was it publicized beforehand? I don't think it was. There was, I had briefly heard about uh-huh. it. I don't know how I heard about it, but it was not, pub, it was not like promoted. It was like the speakeasy of porta potties. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I saw a video of it, I think Saturday night, and thought, I gotta find out where that is, and then oh. never thought to do it again. It was but. kind of like the Cadillac. The Cadillac That's like, right. dance party, but like through a porta potty. <laughs> that Cadillac room was bumping. That was bumping. Yeah. I I assume did they have a DJ lineup in there? I, I assume they probably did. Um, if they did, it wasn't published. Okay. Yeah. So, but that was still cool to like just go in there and just be like do 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 like you know cool little lounge spot like dance if you want to get your dance on, and people were in there like they were digging it. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah. When they go, they go hard. Exactly. So it was nice. There was like a lot of variety going on at Bottle Rock all around, like different musical genres going on, um, different vibes, like kind of whatever you are into, like there was kind of something for you, which was cool. Definitely. I, even with the headliners, uh, what I thought was kind of cool is it sort of, I broadened my horizons a little bit mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of different ways. Even with Imagine Dragons, we all know, everyone knows Imagine Dragons at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing their set, like, I got it. I understood it. Like, I get what they're doing. And I enjoyed it. I love their set. I thought it was so good. And you know, they're just four guys giving out positive vibes. That's yeah. like, that's their set. And well, it was the, great. The lead singer guy, I don't remember his name. Dan Reynolds. Dan Reynolds. Dan Reynolds. Um, there's been various podcasts that I've listened to, mm-hmm. and he's just like such a positive nice dude like I'm like I don't know whether it's so much hate on them right they're just a fun band and then to close out I never thought I was a Mumford and Sons fan Mm. I don't know if I would yet consider myself a Mumford and Sons fan but uh, watching their set to close out Sunday night uh, I was impressed this is super cool not what I thought just great energy uh, good uh, 
very passionate performance. It was really, really cool. So I, I appreciated just seeing that, some, like I said earlier, something that I wouldn't normally go see by totally, myself. Totally, totally. And I actually kept on getting stuck at the buy stage towards the right. end. So, I mean, I made it a point to go see, like, um, I saw, like, a little bit of Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. And then I definitely saw a little bit of Logic, saw some One Republic. But while they were playing... I then went over to Flogging Molly, and I only intended to go see Flogging Molly for, like, a couple of songs, and then I was going to go to Imagine Dragons. But I had so much fun seeing Flogging Molly, and then I even, like, got into the circle pit, and, like, it was so much fun. So I was like, I'm not leaving. And then finally I was like, okay, I got to meet up, meet up with Mike. I got to go. So I left, and then by that time, Imagine Dragons, I mean, the people, like, watching them was so, like, far back that – um I did see them, but it was like from from afar. But it was still cool. You saw tiny dragons. Tiny dragons. Uh, did we confirm this? It was or was not the first bottle rock circle pit. You know, it was not. Ah. Evidently, I talked to Tom, and he said there was one before, but he just couldn't remember for who. Interesting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but it was it was. Re- records just weren't made to be broken this no, <laughs> this weekend they, at Bottle Rock. Oh man. Poor Alice Cooper. So if you didn't follow the Alice Cooper, um, I'm not sure what you would even call it. Chicken. It was like the chicken toss. The chicken toss, for sure. (laughs) Rubber Um, chicken toss. Not real chicken toss. The goal was they were going to set a world record of the most people simultaneously throwing a rubber chicken in the air. Okay. Sure. (laughs) An odd record to start. You got to break some records, man. So they're... (laughs) I, I, was it Chef? I think they had done one earlier in the week. Chef Morimoto, I think, broke another record on Friday. I can't remember what it was. But, oh. I um, was there when they sang happy birthday to him. That's and right. he had these like giant sumo wrestlers <laughs> on stage. That was cool. So the crowds gathered. They hand out uh, like 1,100 rubber chickens or something like that. I can't remember the number. <laughs> and apparently, I, I feel like I, I should go to the end of the story first. I guess they attempt to throw all the chickens. Flash forward, the official there, a very dapper British guy, I, I don't remember if he's British or not, I'll just say he was, comes out and uh, the host says, oh, so you've got the results for us. How did we do? Or something to that effect. <laughs> and he said, well, um, I can't certify these results because uh, there's no way to verify that all the chickens were tossed simultaneously. Oh, man. You, have was, to, you didn't do that in a British accent, though. He's now not British. Oh, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, if he's a British, you got to so, do the British accent. Apparently, they handed out all these chickens, and whether, I don't know if people couldn't hear it, or they'd had uh, their fill of wine for the day or something, <laughs> that no one could get on the same page to all throw their chickens at the same time. Therefore, record not broken. Not broken. Though Alice Cooper apparently has promised to return next year. Nice. To try it again. Nice. <laughs> Suspense already leading into next year's Bottle Rock. Mm-hmm. Well, and then Alice Cooper performed um, later that evening at um, the Jam Cellars Ballroom. Did he really? They had some really great after parties the at that after ballroom. shows were amazing they this did. year. Gary Clark Jr., uh, Chevy Metal. Big Boy. Oh, and Big Boy, that's Big, right. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard the, the Gary Clark Jr. show didn't finish till like one thirty or 2 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Played on into the night. That's just so cool that mm-hmm. how, how much this is built into sort of the all-day 
just oh, constant man. entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and they had some really great food this year. I mean, tons of food options. I was, like, walking around trying to figure out what I wanted to eat because there was just so many great food things. And uh, I think I eventually settled on, well, I did. I went to Bricks, and I had their fried chicken sliders because duh, mm, and truffle fries because yes. duh, I have to. Those are, that, that's my weakness, man. It's <laughs> what I got, you know, it is. I, uh, I ate a lot of different places. I had some sliders, pulled pork nachos. Yum. Donuts. I think Boone Fly Cafe did donuts. Ooh, donuts. Somehow vegan cheese got involved. Oh, yeah. The vegan cheese was actually really good. I was impressed. I, I, I don't think I actually tried the vegan cheese, but. You didn't try I it? I didn't. Oh, not on the little tiny bagel? I just ate the little tiny bagel. Oh, you should have tried the vegan cheese. It's it was, so good. But I will say, I don't know where it was from, but the the following day, the other, I think they were also vegan items, the little vegan sliders. The bur- It was um, the burger place, I believe is what they were called. Mm. And they were amazing. And they had that chocolate shake too. Yes. That was delicious. I did and not expect to like it. Oh, it was so good. And I was fully on board. It was a pulled pork slider, but there was no pork involved. It was all plant-based. It still confuses me, but I... I think it was jackfruit. Usually there's like this thing, it's called jackfruit, and, really? and that's what they use to make pulled pork. Interesting. Vegan. Huh. Vegan pulled pork. It tastes, as a pulled pork connoisseur, it didn't taste <laughs> that much different. So if that was on your pulled pork nachos that you had the previous day, you wouldn't have noticed. I would not have known. Well, there you go. That's true. Delicious. But those, that place was really good, the burger place. And they actually, um, I think I was talking to the guy because I was just telling him how delicious it was, that they are opening um, their first like brick and mortar place in Sacramento. Ah, yeah, on K Street. Very nice. Blocks away from Ace of Spades. Ah, even better. Even better. <laughs> I also hit the, uh, I believe it was the Mac Shack mm. for the, the chicken mac and cheese. Oh. It was a healthy portion. Nice. I was that was a theme I did notice that uh, although a lot of the food is more expensive, I mean it's probably it's basically sixteen to eighteen dollars for your main item wherever you go. Yes. Uh, but the portions were pretty good. Like the nachos were, they were. pretty big. The mac and cheese was humongous. Uh, so at least you get your money's worth. It was like definitely sustainable. Like I, um, the second day I ordered, I was like, I want tacos and I want French fries because I'm a weirdo and I like eating French fries with my tacos. Truffle so fries. <laughs> where are the truffle fries? So I, I went to this one place and they were serving street fries, which essentially right. was like French fries. And then on top of it, they put, it was supposed to be with carne asada, but I asked them to do chicken for me. So they did chicken. And then with avocado crema and pico de gallo and cheese, and that's what I got. So I have the best of both worlds. It was hella good. Wow. Yeah, that was, I forgot about that. That mm-hmm. looked really good. <laughs> I will eat that any day. Who would you say of the weekend, who are maybe your top three? Ooh, that's a tough one. No pressure. They're all listening. So I unfortunately missed Saturday, which makes me sad, but that's okay. I had a good excuse. I went to a wedding. So out of the two days that I went, so Friday and Sunday, I would say definitely Anderson East. Loved him. He was fantastic. And then I even got to see him perform acoustically. So that was really cool too. Um, And then, I mean, I love Vintage Trouble. Solid band. Always amazing. And Combrio, love them. They were on Sunday. So good. 
Um, who else? I did see Big Boy, and he was amazing. I mean, just like just the fun vibe, you know. Um, but then also um, Bishop Briggs, she was fantastic too. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And Tosh was really great. I don't know. I can't pick my top three. Don't make me do that. So uh, One Republic was good too. Did enjoy One Republic. Yeah. Without throwing picks. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Uh, speaking of Bishop Briggs, shout out, have to give a shout out, uh, the vocal group she brought out at the end, mm-hmm. kind of as a choir, uh, Be With The... Uh, they were from ah, Oakland. What was it called? And they, um, all I know is that they were from Oakland and they were absolutely phenomenal. They were practicing. Be with the flow. That's what I was looking Be for. Be with the flow. It was this cool moment of just everyone just full on energy. It was a new song too. That So like not like people knew it. I think that's going to be um, her new single. I would imagine it will be. Yeah. Uh, such a cool way to close out her set. I love that set. And you said you got video of that, right? I did get video of so that. So we'll post that. Oh, that's on, a good idea. On the website. Yeah, there Check you go. Check it out. R-O-C-K-N-V-I-N-O dot C-O-M. <laughs> Rockandvino.com. <laughs> uh, I meant, um, the one I didn't ask you about, how was Jeff Goldblum? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was really good. It was very jazzy. Like, you know, um, he didn't sing. He just... He that was, was going to be my follow-up question. No, he didn't He just, sing. like, leads the orchestra or whatever? Or? Yeah, he's, like, at the piano, and okay. he was, like, doing his thing. Um, but, yeah, he was fun. It nice. Was, it was cool to see him. I, I heard that I kind of left, like, halfway through to go... I forget who I went to go see, but um, um, he um, brought somebody out to sing with him. Oh, and gotcha. I saw okay. like some video of it. It was some girl. I don't know, but that was good. Nice. And then who else did I see at the Lagunita stage? Um, oh, the Soul Rebels. They were oh, fantastic too. Oh, I wanted to too. see the Soul Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, one uh, Saturday controversy with Neil Young unplugging oh, Neil. Right. Over the years, I'm trying to think how many times it's happened, but happened to the Foo Fighters. That's right. Happened to the Cure. So I'm going to say this is time number three. To the cure? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. It, that 10 o'clock is a hard 10 o'clock. It's a hard stop, man. Can't so, go over. Yeah. Neil uh, was rocking in the free world <laughs> and 10 o'clock, the hour of 10 hit and they cut that PA and it kind of cool because like the fans take over because the band keeps playing and yeah. the crowd is singing and still sort of an awkward way to close a set, but it... If it uh, if it's on like a high note, it's kind of interesting. If, For sure, if the crowd can take it. Yeah. Oh, you know who one. else I really liked was Gang of Youths. They were great too. They put on a really good performance. They were a lot different than I expected. Actually, they're more of kind of an upbeat rock band kind of totally. thing. I don't know why in my mind I pictured something different, but it was. Were you <laughs> they, expecting it was cool. like an AJR type of band? AJR. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so they were they were on the Firefly stage, Firefox, Fox, yes. Firefox stage, and I feel like, and we talked about this before, but that stage I think had was definitely targeted towards the younger demographic. That's true. I I, I don't think as just off the top of my head, like there was no one that I watched and was like, this is awful. I can't watch this and left. Mm-hmm. I I think it was more. You know, there were bands that I got into, and then there were ones I was like, "This band isn't for me." Like, <laughs> right? They were like a fun, youthful band, and I can definitely see how, you know, the younger 
crew exactly. or group of kids could enjoy that. For uh, sure. Especially like Friday, it was uh, it was Flora Cash into Lonely the Band into AJR into Logic. I mean, if yeah, you're totally if you're 16 to 24, like you're <laughs> not moving from that stage. All exactly. <laughs> Sylvanesso, they were there so, too. Oh, that's right, Sylvanesso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, awesome. Like, I don't know. There were just so many, there were so many good highlights of Bottle Rock and with the food and the music and the wine was great. Oh, we found a really cool winery called um, Blackbird. Blackbird. Yeah. What a cool story they are. So they, um, so we walked up, I, I had, I had just heard about them somehow like in some article somewhere and I'm like, I want to go try their rosé because I heard it was really good. And so we find them and then saw that they have like all this like kind of like music memorabilia. They had like a John Lennon thing mm-hmm. in there, in their little booth. And then um, they had um, some bottles of wine with had that had the Killers um, logo on it, essentially. And I'm right. like, oh, like, what is this? And so they evidently collaborate with the Killers. And then in the past, they've collaborated with the Foo Fighters. So they definitely have that whole music and wine tie-in, which was really cool. So hopefully we'll get them on in a future episode. We'll see. Yeah, such a cool... Like they said, there's a, a Live Nation tie in there somewhere. I oh, think, maybe. Too. I, I might have heard that. I can't remember. I might, <laughs> might be fake news. You might be making <laughs> stuff up, Mike. <laughs> I only do it like four times a show. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of cool wineries. I felt like there were a lot of different wineries too. There were, yes, for sure. And yeah, and then the crazy thing in the VIP area was they had like the VIP wine, and it was like That's by right. the glass and. And I definitely have had some of these wines before, and my goodness, it was crazy. It was like $60 for a glass of, like, Costa Brown or something. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, it's true. It's like a cult wine. You can't get it. I think there were a couple three digits on there. There probably were. I don't remember. I didn't see what the labels were. I was like, oh, geez. But, I mean, if you're if you're dropping $3,000 for the weekend, a $60 glass ain't nothing. That's true. Maybe. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> But um, but it was good wine. I mean, you know, it's good wine. So I I would say overall, I I, I never know. I'm always like exhausted after the weekend, so you you have to like let some time pass before you think about it. I think this might have been the best bottle rock. All just yeah. in terms of like just comfortable experience when good bands and all of the things mixed into one. It just it felt like a really good solid festival experience. Well, and there was a lot going on. Um, to where like the crowd wasn't just all like in one spot ever. Right, 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 right. There was always like something going on where like the crowd was dispersed. It was comfortable. It was nice, you know. And um, and then getting in and out of there was like super easy. Like oh, there was, simple. It was like I mean, you go to any other festival and it's going to take you hours to get out. But this one, I mean, you were in and out in like twenty minutes. You would expect it to be worse because Napa. I mean, it's there's only so many places you can park, but somehow yeah. they've just it's they have a system worked out that. You're gone. It, yeah. it works out pretty well. Totally. <laughs> yeah. The flow was great. The bands, they, you know, the start times. And then also with the culinary stage. I mean, the culinary stage is awesome. Right. That's such a unique part to this festival where you have these amazing, essentially rock star chefs with musicians and or athletes. And, you know, they're doing these really fun, cool things with food and wine and um rubber chickens, you know. <laughs> what I think is cool about the Bottle Rock Culinary Stage in particular is, I, I think some other festivals do it, but they've kind of perfected it oh, in yeah. a way that it, it's actually a thing to go and do. Uh, it, it Not 
it's not just a bunch of famous people like put together and no one knows why they're there. Like they're, it's fun. It's it's an actual attraction. It's a thing to watch. Uh, just another thing to add on to the day. It's it's well done. Yeah, it's it's definitely um, something to check out and experience for sure. Definitely. Now, do we do we tackle like the one of the weirdest stories of the weekend? The Saturday one, Miss Beer. I mean, you can talk about it if you want. I wasn't there. This is a, <laughs> I was there in the sense that I was on the grounds at the time. So I, I can't speak to actually being on the stage at the time. But I, more so than anything at the festival, it, it's amazing to me watching what happened after. Like, mm-hmm. just the power of the internet. It, it's like the craziest game of telephone you've ever, you've ever seen. Right. So, like I said, I wasn't... So, for some context, uh, during her set, uh, allegedly inebriated guy disrupts the set. Like an older guy, Older guy, too, yeah. It's weird. Because she's very much of the younger... Correct. She's like 20 or 20, something. 20, yeah. It's not clear. It may exist on the internet somewhere. I haven't seen it. It's not clear, actually, what he did to disrupt the set. But at one point in her set... Uh, it's obviously obvious that people in the crowd are uncomfortable with something. And you, I'm sure the video has been seen a billion times at this point that <laughs> you can hear some kind of yelps from the crowd and and she sort of shuts down her set. And none of the videos are all that good that you can clearly tell what's going on. Um, but it uh, and the to the credit of Napa police and the Bottle Rock staff and everything like he was gone and out of there in seconds. Like, it, and well, then the set resumed. And I mean, just kind of as a side note of that, they definitely had security on hand and very visible. So, like, definitely, you know, like if you were dumb enough to pull something, it wasn't gonna, you weren't gonna get very far. I, I was over in roughly like the Firefox stage and media room area and saw probably three security guys go hustling right at that time. I was like, oh, this can't be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at some point, I, there was apparently a report of a gun or some. It's I don't know the sequence of what people thought was going on here, but what that became on the internet in the hours that followed is crazy. Uh, as the world of Twitter will do, <laughs> I think the main one of the biggest tweets that really caught on was. It was like one of her fans or something was like, Madison Beer was on stage when a guy pulled out a gun and pointed it at her. <laughs> it's like, no. I, no. I don't think that happened. No. And I just don't think there's any way that like anybody would have gotten a gun through security anyway. No. Like, come on. That That's not to downplay anyone who felt in danger or felt uncomfortable or... There, I mean, obviously something... Something weird happened, and they got rid. Of, you know, they got it taken care of and moved on, and the set restarted. But just watching, watching it first amplify within her own fan base to like this thing happened, and then you look on like Google News, and it's uh, billboards written about it, and Rolling Stones written about it. Now TMZ's written about it. The, yeah, right. <laughs> it's it was trending on Twitter. It was like number fourteen trending on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it's just it was crazy how these things amplify. And uh, 
It's it's amazing. So I mean, um, moral of the story is don't believe everything you read on the internet. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was uh, because of the way the uh, her set was running late to begin with. Uh, so I actually had to run down for another photographer who had to run to Chevy Metal. So I was there probably right before it happened, which is mm. kind of funny. So if I would have stuck around for like three more minutes, I would have seen it happen. But You would have caught it. So I'm partially glad that I wasn't because I wouldn't have wanted to be there at that time. But yeah. anyways, besides the point. Anyway, so um, with that being said, um, I guess another highlight for me on the buy stage was Harry Hudson. Oh, definitely. He was super fun. He, I, I don't know if this is a right characterization or not. I thought he was like street Sinatra style, sort of mm, like, like e- every that. man yeah, yeah. street Sinatra. It was kind of cool. I didn't. Okay. I, he did. He poured his Chardonnay. <laughs> he performed he with that. I don't know. It was like a nod to that. It was pretty cool. And it was nice because it was like him and just you know his guitar player essentially. And I mean they they did a great job of just captivating the crowd. Definitely. I'm generally leery of when it's like a singer and like. W- Obviously not if it's an acoustic performance or something, but it's the singer and like one band member, but there's tons of music, mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they were great. Super great. I loved it. Thumbs up from Mike. Big thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any tips for anybody that may go like next year? Tips. Good question. Let's hope that it doesn't rain though. But if it does, I will say that I was a little like apprehensive to wear regular tennis shoes like I was like should I wear my should I wear my galoshes uh, but I'm really glad I didn't <laughs> yeah but a lot of people were there was actually a lot of people wearing rain boots and stuff so um but they had like you know where the culinary stage was and like even into the culinary um like market or garden place where all the food was they had that fake grass down so and it was nice I mean it was like you know you didn't really have to worry about it yeah, it's not it's not super muddy. It's not super um, not a lot of dust. It's a pretty uh, yeah pretty efficient way to see a show. I think uh, my only tip would be for any outdoor concert, you know, just make sure you hydrate, have water handy. True. Bring layers. Well, and it's <laughs> nice because at Bottle Rock you can actually refill your water bottle, so you can bring a water bottle and you can refill it there, which is great. So you don't have to pay for you know five dollars for a water or right. something, ten bucks. Um, and then I would say for the ladies, don't wear heels. Don't. Ooh. Like we were leaving on one day and I and I caught these two young ladies in front of me. <laughs> clearly, clearly uncomfortable. Like walking away, to, you know, to their cars. And I'm like, you know, just, just wear shoes, man. Wear tennis shoes. And also, if uh, if you see food you want, get it early in the day. Yeah. If you Make it the first thing you do. True, yes. Scope out the food, get what you want. Because there's like no lines then. And if there's um, a cool um, rave going on inside of a porta potty that you see, just go in there, like and right. if, you know. <laughs> really, just test all the porta potties. Don't. There could be a rave in any of the, them. Don't wait till the last. I would say so. Friday, it was definitely not as busy on Friday as it was on. I'm assuming Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Like so, Friday, I would say is your day to like explore. If you have a three day pass, take that day to like check everything out, kind of scope out the situation experience all the cool unique things you want to experience on Friday and then you know see what happens on the other days but Friday you're not going to have as much of a crowd so you'll be able to kind of get in and do more things that maybe you wouldn't be able to do on the next days because they're you know just crazy crowded yeah definitely the 
the weekend days definitely were more crowded. Friday was pretty. I don't know if people spread themselves out more or what, but yeah, I, I, think I would it's agree just with that. It's like a work day. Yeah, you know, I just think a lot of people, but it still it still had a great crowd on Friday. Oh, definitely, the whole weekend sold out, forty thousand a day. Mm-hmm. Very great success. Wonderful <laughs> success. Yes. Oh, did I hear your top? Performances. I, th- I know that I gave mine. Ooh, my top. I well, I'm gonna go back to. It's tough to tough to pick just three. I'll I'll try to do. I'll try to go one each day just to simplify things. I love Bishop Briggs Sunday as the the aforementioned Bishop Briggs. Uh, Saturday. Mm, ooh. Let's go to Friday. <laughs> um. Definitely Anderson East and Imagine Dragons. I'm going to tie them. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to say four. I'm going to add One Republic. I enjoyed One Republic, too. They were but. really good. They were good. I mean, <clears throat> we had this discussion, you know, offline where um, Ryan Tedder seemed, I don't know. He, like, didn't really seem very happy, I guess. I don't know, initially. But I think that also maybe because the sun was in his face or I don't know. But, like, but he definitely picked it up towards as the set went on and like seemed to kind of like get into the groove. Yeah. Like, but e- even, regardless, he's like phenomenally talented. Yeah. They sounded great the whole time. Just a few moments. You're like, is he mad? Yeah. Did, did we do something? Is it us? Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, a, a great performance nonetheless. Uh, and I'm going to shout out half noise. Also. I, I liked half noise. Yeah. They Zach were. from Paramore. It, di- totally different than I thought. Cause I, I had seen them. One of the things Paramore used to, used to do in their encores was, Zach would come out from behind the drums and they'd do a half noise song. And it was like this slower kind of a uh, like atmospheric dancey ballad sort of thing. And it was and they were super upbeat, super energetic. It was good stuff. I enjoyed it. So who's your pick for Saturday, Mike? I'm going to say Gary Clark Jr. Oh, okay. Gary Clark Jr. was fun. Great guitar player. Just super cool guy. Did you did you catch any of Santana? On, uh, I did catch Santana. Good. Yeah, he. I mean, obviously Santana. He's like phenomenal. He's, it, so, he's so good. It, he was kind of one of those legends that I didn't realize I needed to see. And then mm. when you, when I saw it, I was like, I'm glad I saw this. Yeah, and his. Um, it was cool. Like his drummer, a female drummer, was also doing some of the singing. Definitely, which was so cool. I was yes. like, you know what, you rock on, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, great band. He's great. Great singers. Just. Really musical. It was cool. I liked it a ton. Yeah. Um, and then, so they made the official announcement for 2020. 2020. That's crazy. So, of course, more a day weekend, the right. 22nd through the 24th of 2020. So, I mean, and then they also announced the Sonoma Harvest. Right. Back at BR Cone this year, we were out there for an episode last year with Conbrio, of all people. Yeah. Uh, two weekends this year in June. Different performances. Different, different lineups each weekend, so that'll be one to look forward to. The lineup for that comes out June 10th, and I believe Dave Graham will be talking with us that week uh, to talk about the lineup. So that'll oh, be cool. Oh, that will be exciting. Okay, great. So something to look forward to. For sure, for <laughs> sure. All right, well, um, uh, I mean, Bottle Rock was amazing. Had so much fun. If you went to Bottle Rock yourself and have any fun stories you'd like to share, just hit us up on um, any of our social media platforms. We have we took lots of amazing photos, so check those out. Make any comments um, or check us out on our website, rockandvino.com, and 
feel free to make comments there. At Rock and Vino. R-O-C-K-N-V-I-N-O dot com. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody.